This week on Show Me Your News, training, color changes, and Final Smash Times 2. We cover them all in this week's roundtable. Want to learn the nuances of Brawl's new physics? Well, training mode is just for you. What improvements have been made? Is it really just the same thing rehashed and spit out? And what in the world is up with that soccer ball? It's one of the nicer touches about Melee, and color changes have obviously returned in Brawl. What are some of the colors that seem to stick out already? Have they kept some of our Melee favorites? And does this update nullify the chances of alternate character costumes? We learned of Iceberg and PK Starstorm this week, the Ice Climbers and Lucas's final smashes. What's so different about Iceberg in comparison to the other attacks? What's so puzzling about PK Starstorm? And how relieving is it to get some new information instead of E for All recaps? This week on Mail Time, show me news on our iPods, just who does those crazy voices, our favorite stage so far, and what we like and dislike most about Brawl so far. You'll hear Smash Bros. Lovers 3918's questions asked as we answer those inquiries. This week's Brawl Viewpoint comes from Al Kalnos and centers around Konami and Sega in Brawl. Sure, the top two third-party candidates have their biggest names in Brawl already, but is there anything more beyond that spectrum? You'll really want to hear Al Kalnos' opinions on this. Masahiro Sakurai, I implore you to... Show me your news! This is Show Me Your News, a Super Smash Bros. Brawl discussion podcast. All support comes from the Smash World Forums at Smashboards.com and the Smash Brothers blog at www.smashbrawl.com. And now, here's your host, Yoko, with... Happy belated Thanksgiving, Smash fans. Welcome to Show Me Your News, your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Bros. Brawl. My name is Yoko, and I'm here this week to go over the news from the past week free well in audio format. Today is November 25th, and this is week 21 of the podcast. Show Me Your News is up on iTunes for your iPods to subscribe to, and you can check out Show Me Your News on the Smash Brothers blog at smashboards.com slash smyn. Special thanks go out to our listeners on the Smashboards and also over at WeNintendo.net. So let's get this started. Get more than your fill of just some leftover turkey and kick off this week's Round Table. Alright, welcome to Show Me Your News episode 21 and yes, we are legal. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> All right, and joined as always by Samurai Panda. Great to have you, man. Ah, oh, thanks, Yoko. Yeah, I, I had a beer the first time we did this, but uh, how about you explain what happened? Oh, um, well, we've been having some technical difficulties. It is Thanksgiving break for us, and we are here at home. We're, I mean, I know I'm using a different mic, a much crappier mic. Nothing yeah. against the mic I'm using. <laughs> But um, we're also on different computers, and uh, Samurai's Panda's computer happened to crash the first time we did the, the roundtable segment. Yeah. So there goes 75 minutes down the drain. Yeah. So this is take two. <laughs> yeah, seriously. 
So sorry if we don't go on as many tangents, um, or I guess some of you don't like the tangents, but whatever. Yeah, it's it's kind of rather late at night and we're yeah. trying to trying to get this done, but with mm-hmm. that same old show me news quality. We want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. It is Friday evening here, and yep. how was your Thanksgiving, man? Um, it was pretty good. I had so I actually had more dessert than I had like turkey because I love pumpkin pie. It's like the best dessert ever. <laughs> me too. Same with it's for me. It's apple pie, and I just sit, sat back, watched a lot of football. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that for me, that's a lot of what Thanksgiving is all about is the sports. I know not so much for you. Oh but, no, you know. I, I hate sports except boxing but uh, yeah <laughs> so let's go down to the the score for this week what do you think about the updates rating them out of 10 um well i was really debating between a 6.5 and a 6.0 because um well depending on how you look at it some of these updates are really good like the characters updates which i think uh i'm oh, sorry the color changes updates updates which is the best update to me had its downsides to it which we'll discuss later and uh that really made me give the the week a much lower score than i, I was really hoping it was a 7.5 until that update um which <laughs> should have brought it up you know but i don't know what about you yeah. i think it was for me it was around like between a 6.5 and a 7.0 and i'm gonna go on on the upper side for this one i'm gonna go with a seven mm-hmm. uh i think mostly it's because just by comparison to the past couple weeks We've been getting new information, and I know there's been there's been some repeats from me for all, but I like I liked getting two final smashes that were totally new. But yeah, yeah. again, we'll go into that later. But it's still not that that upper echelon of yeah. updates that you know we've been spoiled with with Sonic and mm-hmm. online play and Stage Builder and it other just stuff seems like, like that. They want November to be like the worst month ever to maybe make up for it in December. Hmm. I would. There might be some rumors that could attest to that. <laughs> yeah. But again, that's for later. Mm-hmm. So let's get on to these cut updates, so to speak. Let's start with the first one, the Smart Bomb. On Tuesday, we got a double update. We got two double updates this week. Can you yeah. believe that? That's pretty hard to wow. Hey, when you say Smart Bomb, kind of reminds me of, I don't know, have you played Marvel versus Capcom 2? Uh, not a whole lot, actually. Well, when uh, when Iron Man does that move, Smart Bomb in the game, he goes out, he yells it out. He's like, Smart Bomb, and when I, like when he said it, just kind of reminded me of that. And I, I love that game so much. So, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Smart Bomb is an item. Obviously, it's from the Star Fox franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I actually played Star Fox Assault more recently. I haven't really played sixty four that much. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, you know, you use the smart bombs a lot in Assault. So, you, know, you really? throw the item, and boom. What did you think about it? Yeah, I think we discussed before how um, the explosion looks a lot worse in the screenshots. Yeah, uh, it does. Like, even that, that, you know that blue ring in it? It's like, I don't remember that being there in the movies, the videos. Um, yeah, yeah, just so people know, we're going to be talking a lot about... Uh, how these updates compare to the e for all um, demo uh, videos that we've seen because you know a lot of these updates are here because they, we weren't really supposed to see what we saw at e for all they weren't allowed to technically you know record these things but it happened anyways right so yeah that's very true I mean I remember seeing a whole lot of red and orange in the explosions like yeah. blue yeah, really. <laughs> I don't know. The yeah. explosion still look, looks cool nonetheless, but you know there are there are some things that we found out don't really explode. Yeah. Um well we had a debate over this. It's it's 
Not it's it's Voltor no, not Voltorb. It's Electrode. Electrode. It's the same damn thing. They flipped him over <laughs> and said it's a new Pokemon. He evolved. It's like, why don't you just turn over on your side and you're a new Pokemon? Damn. I know the, the creativity of the Pokemon creators, huh? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Volt uh jeez, now you got me doing it. Electrode <laughs> has got a Pretty awesome face. I won't lie. Oh yeah, dude. weren't we? weren't they talking about making an avatar on Smashboards for that? The oh forums? yeah. It's. Uh, I think there's something in the works. They're trying to get some new avatars going, and that's probably definitely one of the ones that. Oh yeah. They've got in consideration there's, because there's I mean, a, that, yeah. Doesn't that, that just smiley? Looks like the, uh, yeah, it just looks just <laughs> like a smiley. <laughs> I think there's a smiley that looks exactly like that in the boards. Yeah, it's it's kind of eerie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, there's really not that much that can be said about the smart bomb, though. You you throw it and uh, boom. boom. Yeah, it's pretty powerful though, too. It like kills really at like you know really low percents. It's like a huge bomb times two. Yeah, I think the trick is just not to get caught in the explosion yourself because you might like misunderestimate uh, how big the explosion will actually be. Misunderestimate. Interesting. Is that a word? Oh. Wow, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of out of it, I uh, guess. That's all right. That happens you, you, to the best of us. You might you might underestimate then. Hmm. <laughs> yes, underestimate. Um, <laughs> I think we also talked about before how like uh, the randomness. Uh, randomness is a big thing in the competitive brawl scene, and obviously they don't like it because when you have your money down in a match um, and something random happens, it's, it's kind of like an unfair uh, advantage or disadvantage that really is not indicative of your own skill. And although this not exploding thing isn't really that big of a deal, it reminds me of something else. Um, you know the exploding barrels uh, and, and crates from Melee? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, they really were not popular in, in Melee. Like, people didn't oh, like yeah, them that much. obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they at least give us the option to turn off. But no, they didn't. Um, and it seems like they took notice of that. So in Brawl, they actually have the crates marked, you know? Um, and so you know when it's an exploding crate or not. And yet, yeah, for some... Fire, so. Yeah, uh, and, like, you, it apparently doesn't explode when you throw it. It explodes after you hit it, like, a random amount or something like that. It was kind of weird how it works, but... Um, and yet, for some inexplicable reason, they decide to throw in a new random feature and have sliding crates. It's like, what, what was the point of taking out the random <laughs> exploding barrels? We can have random sliding crates. And they're pretty powerful, too, if you watch the videos when, they, when you see them slide. Like... It knocks oh, yeah. people really far. It's kind of weird. But, yeah, it just kind of, like, makes me think, like, what what are they thinking? Like, I wish that we had the option to take that stuff off. I, I really hope that we do, you know? Yeah, hopefully they'll have some sort of uh, subdivision of item switch for, like, you know, the Pokeballs. So, like, mm -hmm. you don't get Electrode, maybe. But even, you know, if you could pick it up when it's a dud and throw it around, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, that would but, be like, sweet. But, like, if you take out, like, some of the really random assist trophies as well... Or like the really hindering ones, like Devil. Yeah. Like that's that's a pain. True, I'm like just looking at it, it yeah. looks annoying. But like if you can, you know, turn on and off certain of those uh, subdivisions of items, I think that'd be great. And like they they could very well do it. Yeah, I mean, with the customization options that they've been giving us recently, I could totally see them like letting us turn on and off uh, even Pokeballs, like the Pokemon and the Pokeballs and stuff. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a really good option too. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on to uh, charge special moves. Another <laughs> part of a double update. This one mm -hmm. came on Friday, or you know, today, if when we're recording. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, 
we didn't really learn anything uh-huh. new. I, I honestly, this is a little disappointing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, please, like, give us the same old characters we've had in melee. Don't even give us one character. Like, we know of several charged things. We know Ike's B charges. We know uh, DDD's down B charges. What what else charges? There's like uh, the up B for Diddy Kong mm-hmm. and Pitts neutral B. Yeah, and yet they decided to show us Link, Pikachu, Donkey Kong, and Samus. Come on. Make a boring update better by showing us something new, at least. It's, it just annoys me. Yeah, I think the only thing that like people were just totally over-speculating on were like these moves that uh, you can continue charging after you release the button mm-hmm. or whatever, and just move around with it. You know, people uh, over... Uh, nah, what's the word I'm looking <laughs> for? Over-speculating, that's, that's the word. It's still a new um, word, though. It's still not. We can add that to the dictionary. Yeah, over-speculating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shout-out to the dictionary, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Pyro Loser Kid's been working a whole lot listening the past few episodes, trying to add words to the Show Me Your News Dictionary, which is up on the Smash Wiki. Of course, it's Mm -hmm. under construction a little bit, but it will be uh, continually added, and really appreciate the work, man. Thanks a lot. it's good stuff. But anyways, go back to this Among Others speculation yes, thing. Yes, yes. People are looking at the Among Others, dot, 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 or dot, 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 Among Others. Yeah. And thinking that uh, Mewtwo and Sheik are, have their chances highly increased and maybe even almost confirmed because <laughs> of this Among Others, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, come on, people. So, wow, Among Others. Among Others that can charge after you release the button... Amazing. First off, she couldn't even do that. She had to hold down the button for. And second off, don't you think that maybe one or two characters in the new game are going to do that? <laughs> I mean, just, just maybe. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> the most ridiculous thing ever. Oh man. Plus, did you see Skull Bash? Like the that little explosion thing looks kind of cheesy, doesn't it? It looks a little like one of those you know fake old movie explosions, and yeah. they couldn't really actually do the the effects. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it makes me wonder too, where the hell does that explosion come from? It's Skull Bash. How does he explode? He's Pikachu. Where is... He ate some beans or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you learned the move from Wario, there you go. There you go. Taking a page out of his special moves right there. Yeah. But again, aside from that, we really can't say too much. Mm-mm. But hey, on Thursday, weren't we thankful to learn of a new assist trophy... Saki Amamiya from Sin and Punishment, successor to the Earth. Dude, he has a cannon sword. So cool. A, not a gun sword from, like, FF8, but a cannon sword. How badass that sound. Oh, yeah. It, that's, it's just awesome. I want a cannon sword. Oh, yeah. Dude, being able to go around and be like, yo, dude, I got me a cannon sword here. I mean, how cool would that be? <laughs> you, you want me to challenge you to do it with a sword? No, no, no. I got a, I got a cannon. <laughs> Two oh, weapons in one, baby. Take yeah. that. I mean, he's so, but, what a cool character, too, you know? Like, oh, yeah. He'd be awesome if he was playable. And, yeah, wow, thanks, Sakurai, for telling us that again. You know, he has absolutely but no problem fitting not. in. <laughs> okay, guys, yeah. please please get the idea. I don't know how, how long it's going to take, but assist trophies will not be playable no matter how much Sakurai <laughs> wants us to think that they're going to be playable. Yeah, really. I mean, they are pretty cool, though. And um, Oh, yeah. I remember last time uh, you asked me about the stuttering, um, about like oh, how yeah. it says yeah, he, you know, he, he has no problem fitting in. 
Yeah, that whole thing is uh, actually a direct translation from Japanese. They have this whole stuttering thing as almost like a, a connotation of surprise. Like, wow, he has no problem fitting in. Kind of, you know, like you're, you're really surprised kind of thing. So, yeah, they actually have that same stuttering thing in the Japanese. And I, it about. just seems almost out of place, and they almost seem to overuse it a lot, if you ask me. But, you know, that's, that's it's, almost a taste thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a Japanese culture. They do that a lot. And, the, and Nate Behildorfer, I think that's a the name of the guy that does this, right? Beeldorf, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's the guy that translated, uh, translates all this stuff. Uh, and he does a really good job, actually. You know, props to you, man, because if you're listening, which I doubt it, but, but <laughs> yeah, you know, he does a really good job with it. And uh, it's pretty much directly from Japanese. All the ambiguity and everything is, is pretty much there. You know, even when it said, uh, up until now, for Ness, and, um, you know, the, the five stages for the Break the Targets thing, that was all you know, perfectly translated it in their ambiguous form. Yeah, very straightforward. Do you think that we have too many, you know, run and cut and punch and beat them up kind of assist trophies? Because, I mean, we have, you know, Saki, we have Lin, there's Samurai Goro, and Little Mac is, a, you know, a punching one. Yeah. But there just seem to be a whole lot of them. Like, what do you think about that? Um, I think that's pretty much what you're going to get with assist trophies. Like, well, at least the ones that like have the potential to be playable you know right because in a main character in a game usually is just a one-on-one kind of person a person that does just run shoot slash whatever you know uh and there's really not much more you can do that really i think personally i mean what would you think else like that little mac could do uh we are the champions (laughs) it's the Eye of Tigers, the thrill of the fight. <laughs> oh, man. Playing that song and everyone dances like that old Michael Jackson game. You ever play that old arcade game? No, but I've I've seen it. Oh, it was such a good game, man. I remember, like, he has, like, this bomb that kills everything on the screen where he just stops and everyone starts dancing. And then they just fade after they're done. It's the best thing stop. ever. Jackson time. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, or stop, Little Mac time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but there are just some other weird ones, too. Like, you know, obviously the devil, mm-hmm. this is trophy. Or, you know, Mr. Rossetti is another one. Yeah. yeah. But they're just, you know, I guess the oddballs of the group. But it's it's an assist trophy at the end of the day. I mean, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Give I mean, us another thing for an update. Oh, yeah. Um, just so you know, for people that were not, keeping very close track of, of the E4All updates. This is another another E4All update. This was in E4All. Uh, we saw it in motion, which looks completely different, of course, from the screenshots. Um, and we already knew that Saki was in the game uh, as an assist trophy. Uh, we get a lot of these things. And actually, I think there was a little list um, that uh, some people compiled. Um, uh, there was, like, what, like... 12 updates, or no, 11 updates, or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 11 updates from E4All that we could think of that we still have to see. So that's like more than two weeks' worth of updates that we've already seen before from E4All. Includes, uh, from Pokeballs, we have Latios and Latios are one Pokemon. They kind of fly around, destroy everything, and apparently are really powerful. Yeah. Um, Gardevoir, who has that little shield around her that reflects things. Um, Kyogre, I think, acts kind of like a flood, except weaker or something. Just really. I think it's Kyogre. Ky- Kyogre, Kyogre, Kyogre. Yeah, whatever. Kind of coyote, kind of Kyogre. <laughs> I, I don't know. They, they, they never really say. 
Well, you know, I'm, I'm pronouncing like the Japanese version would be Kyokure. So I, um, I don't know. That's yeah. Just, yeah. And there's Torchek, which just creates like a, like a little like fire. What, what, how do you, like an aura kind of ring yeah, thing? That's true. Yeah. Uh, and then for assist uh, trophies, we already got the Saki, but there's uh, Advance Wars. They have the little 2D sprites uh, from the DS Advance Wars or the Game Boy Advance Advance Wars rather. Uh, that just come out and start shooting and stuff. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah. And the Jill Dozer. Yeah, did you um, mention uh, Bonsley? Oh, on? yeah, good point. Bonsley, uh, who is apparently just it just walks around and you can pick him up and throw him. And he's apparently really heavy or something like that. Or, yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was. But uh, do, you know, do you know what game Jill Dozer is from? It might be like Drill Dozer, but Drill. Uh, I don't know. I think that's the... Yeah, actually, I think that you're right. That's the name of the game. Um, and then there's a few items, I think, like, uh, the urchin. It's like some weird urchin thing that's an item. Oh, right. And we saw that in, like, one of the first actual demos. Yeah. For Samus vs. Mario. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, when, uh, Nate was playing. Nate Beholdorf yep, was yep. actually playing that, yeah. And the exploding boxes are, I guess, another item that could be updated. Uh, like we said, they're, they're actually marked now, so you know that they're exploding boxes. That'd be a lame update, though. Oh, that'd be a horrible Seriously. update. And then there's also another horrible update of rolling... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh and tripping. Um if you don't know, sometimes uh when you're just walking, you're like running around and your character inexplicably trips and falls. And this is a completely <laughs> like unnecessary gameplay addition. We have no idea why it's there. So I'm actually looking forward to that update cuz I I want to see like why the hell would they have your character randomly trip and fall? <laughs> yeah, come on. Give us your reasoning, Sakurai. Come on. Yeah, seriously. Oh yeah, you know what? And there's all, always a uh, crawling we still haven't gotten that update. You know what? We sure haven't. Huh. That, that'll be interesting. That makes That's 12 sure. updates we already know about that we haven't gotten. Oh, I guess you want to add things not just from E4All. We also know the Mario Circuit stage. Mm-hmm. See, I think there are, are a lot of these things that, like, we could look back on them and say, like, oh, well, that'd be... We, we kind of knew about that already. I mean, you can also say, like, oh, well, the, this character's special moves haven't really changed much, so that'd be seen as disappointing. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. That's, that's true. I mean, I mean, that, that's just a really pessimistic way to look at it. <laughs> but I mean, for, me, for people like us that are really into the whole brawl scene and are really obsessed with the brawl, almost like it's kind of uh, it's a disappointment to see these things. But I know people that you know probably haven't seen the Saki update would have or didn't know about Saki would think that it's a good update. You know, would think that it would make the cut. But um, I don't know. I guess we we have kind of a biased view on it. Yeah, just a little bit. You want to head in the big three now? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so let's see. On Tuesday, along with the Smart Bomb, we got training mode. And, you know, mm-hmm. not a whole lot has changed, but, you know, there are a couple interesting things to talk about. What was your favorite thing in this update? My favorite thing was, you know, in the second screenshot, you can see the little last option. It mm-hmm. says help, you know, off or on. And, you know, I'm, you could almost say with pure certainty that... uh it means that like the whole speed, enemy damage, consecutive hits, total damage thing, the little uh, stat bar yeah. can uh, be ta- toggled on or off. And I'm so glad you can turn it off because I'm personally not in the whole mathematic thing of you know <laughs> finding out your combos and whatnot. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it just almost gets in the way, if you ask me. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that. Uh, what do you think about the soccer ball? Hmm. Well, the soccer ball is kind of one of those things where... It's just you point it out, just like the clocks, and then it's just like, oh, total speculation. Mm-hmm. What do you think it could be? It's 
not from Mario Strikers Charge. I know a couple people were saying that, but Strikers Charge has like the metal football. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they give you a promise to you know, European listeners in <laughs> football. And uh yeah, but it's you know, I've heard some people say it's from Animal Crossing. Uh, you know guys, it could just be a normal soccer ball. Or I saw some speculation saying it was from a Mega Man soccer game. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I think those people are really hopeful for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I know you had an interesting theory about what the soccer ball could actually be instead of just being like a spherical object. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, this might be a little obtuse, but follow along, all right? Um, E4All, we, uh, people that played it from gameplay impressions, they said grabbing items that are thrown at you in the air is really, really easy. You'll do it by accident. It's just so easy, and you know, right, it's just right. it'll for people that play brawl even casually. I expect that uh, grabbing items in the air will now become like a kind of a second habit, like just naturally. Even like really bad players will be pressing A whenever they see you know a bomb thrown at them to catch it in the air because they can, and they, it's easy now. Yeah. Then again, if, if you're playing with items, obviously. Of course, if that's a big if. Um, <laughs> and the soccer ball, I see kind of as an item that you won't be able to catch. That when it's thrown at you, you can't catch, and that just kind of you know screws with your you know whole new habit thing, and it'll it'll hit you in the face, and you're like, oh, damn, I forgot that I couldn't I couldn't catch that, you know, um, and of course being a soccer ball, I don't think you'll be able to grab it in the first place. You'll probably just hit it when you run into it, or maybe uh, when you punch it or something, but you know, that's and that that's yeah. really a great idea. I mean, <laughs> for soccer. Or... Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, for soccer or football, you know, you're not using your hands at all unless you're a goalie or a keeper. Um, a keeper? What the hell is that? Keeper with a little accent. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, sorry, I failed. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that sucked. That's yeah, I mean, it, it would give that whole, you know, second function that you've been talking about for items for a while. Mm-hmm. And that'd be great. Yeah, I think in the next screenshot, it was also a little intriguing with the three Ikes. Yeah. Uh, different costumes, and uh, that was kind of hinting at the next update. But I don't know. I just found it strange that they're all at 999 percent, and Mario's up B didn't seem like they were about to be rocketing off. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe his up B got nerfed. Who knows? And uh, well, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this is the soccer ball in the uh, update thing is another typical like dojo technique strategy that they're using like with the clocks you know it's like they know this update's gonna suck they know it's going to be boring they know it's not gonna be very good people will hate it so they throw in one little item that they don't bother explaining and they just let you speculate on because it's there kind of thing you know so it's like wow this does not make up for your update this just make you guys jerks for making us lock more threads of random speculation (laughs) yeah we still gotta push all clocks though oh yeah Definitely. definitely And I got to give a shout out now, well, more like a, a personal selfish plug, <laughs> but uh, for the Show Me News t-shirt thread, I mean, we had some activity, like re- recur, respur, whatever you want to call it. Respur? Uh, really? Spur on, whatever. Spur on, um, respur? I, I don't think either of those are words, but... <laughs> I'm pretty sure they are. I'm pretty sure. I, I, know, I know spur is a word, but not spur on or respur. It's late, give me a break. <laughs> I just like um, picking on you. It's fun. 
Yeah, if you guys want, you know, show me your newest T-shirts. Yeah, maybe for a Christmas present, hint, hint, <laughs> for some of your friends, and they'd be like, "What is? What kind of shirt is this?" <laughs> They'll love it, no matter what. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> um, we got a couple ideas floating around. Like, if you have your own ideas, or if you want to look at the ideas and say, "Hey, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be supporting of that." Uh, we think we probably want to stick uh, all clocks on the back, on the bottom <laughs> of one of the shirts. Yeah. Because that'd be, that'd be totally At sweet. least one of them. Oh, yeah. That is for sure. So let's move on to the color changes. And mm-hmm. I think this was one of my favorite updates of the week. I think I'm pretty sure it was yours, too. Yeah, like I said, it's my favorite and my least favorite at the same time. Yeah. But I'll we'll talk about that last part at the end. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Mario, Fire Mario, what do you think about him? Glad they finally added him. Yeah, you know, for being a almost a staple of the Mario franchise. I mean, it's great to see him in there along with all those those other costumes. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I just would rather almost see a you know Tanuki Mario, with, you know, with the little ears and the tail. Yeah. Oh, and like the oh, Mario with like, uh, the frog suit and stuff. Yeah, that'd be There's so cool. But that's almost hinting more of the alternate costumes. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? There's also a red and black costume in um, Mario Galaxy that seems like it would be perfect for Brawl. It's such a really cool costume that they somehow don't have. And I completely inexplicably don't have. And it would probably be really easy to do in a really awesome alternate costume. Yeah, it might just be that Mario Galaxy's too new. But I think one of the things that we could notice in this first screenshot is uh, Blue Mario is tripping. They're actually starting to work these in the updates. Look at that. And uh, also, if you notice, that these are the exact same colors. With the exception (laughs) of Fire Mario, they have the exact same color set, which kind of bugs me. But uh, what color Mario do you use in in Melee? I actually use that that black one there. Or, you know, the poop one. You call it Dark Brown. Yeah, yeah, the, the poop. The poop uh, one. Yeah, that's what we called it. It's I I won't say what we actually call it in real life, but you know, it's it's the poop one. Yeah. I mean it's got that, that brown flair to it. Yeah. I mean Yeti DK looking at the next one. Wow. Yeah, he's that is so cool. Like if you've seen him in motion too, if you've seen the E for all demos and stuff, yeah, he looks really, really badass. So awesome. Although I'm still partial to calling him albino DK. Yeah. Yeah, I like that better. That's for sure. Uh, the summit looks great. Just once again, like that stage looks totally aesthetically amazing. Yeah, with the northern lights and all that. Uh, what color did you use? What color of DK did you use in uh, melee? I-, I went for the uh, the dark DK, but honestly, I think DK is one of my least played uh, characters. <laughs> so yeah, most, really didn't for use most it all people. that often to begin with. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they didn't show the gold Bowser in this update, because that was a really yeah, awesome costume. great costume. I know Gimpy's a major fan of that. Oh, yeah. That was and so con- badass. Continuing that streak of how many episodes he's mentioned. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, man. And, um, and you know, in, for Mario, I would always use uh, Wario, because I, 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 Wario's been one of my favorite characters like really? of the Nintendo series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of disappointed of his WarioWare costume, but I do like the fact that he's from WarioWare because that really has defined, redefined his character, you know? Very true. Yeah, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know if I'll play him that much at all because he's, he's really weird. But, yeah, and for, for DK, I'd use the, uh, the blue tie with the regular fur kind of color. Yeah. I thought that was cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Dark Link. Wow. What a oh, badass. Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
cool. Look at that. How cool is that? Everyone's going to be playing with them now. It's just totally different from the Link color palette. And yeah. That's amazing. And I know, like, the blue costume there, I'd rather have it be the Zora armor from uh, Twilight Princess, but, you know. That's you apparently too cool to put in Brawl. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but, um, what color did you use of Link? Black Link, actually. I'm, I'm really partial to, like, the dark colors. You're really emo, aren't you? You, you probably have, like, no. your hair over your eyes, and you cut yourself for fun. And you no, listen to Linkin no Park way. all night. No way. My hair does not <laughs> grow straight. It's curly, so it goes poofy. I get, like, the white man fro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of get that, too. I don't, I don't get... I don't get a Jew fro. I don't get like I get a weird fro. It's kind of weird. Like <laughs> I don't know how to describe fro. it. It's a curly fro. Yeah, there you go. I'm growing my hair out. I'm trying to get long hair, so my hair is sticking up like seriously, like half a foot above my head right now, just wow. straight up and like curly, and it's kind of freaky. It's not curly fries. It's curly froze. <laughs> what? <laughs> Speaking of curly fries, I had some tonight for dinner. Good stuff. Did you really? Good, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a nice tangent. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, moving on to the fusion suit. Mm-hmm. I heard some mixed mixed reviews. Actually, yeah. I, uh, some people didn't like it at all. I thought it was cool, and it looked just like the real fusion suit. But Yeah, you're yeah. taking it right from a game. So, I mean, you got to give them props for carrying that over nicely. Mm-hmm. Definitely an interesting color mix, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and I used uh, the dark Samus palette in Melee. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was a good one. I, I would usually go between that and um, green whenever I played Samus. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fox is totally not Wolf, but still pretty damn cool. What? Not pretty damn cool? No, no, no. That more than pretty damn cool. <laughs> I mean, right there, that that is like pure awesome. This this is the embodiment of awesome. The personification it, of it's awesome. It's over nine thousand squared. Yes, precisely. Yeah. I'm waiting for Fox. I want a screenshot of Fox taking off his little eye visor thing and breaking in his hand, stealing out, this color is over 9,000! <laughs> what, 9,000? <laughs> <laughs> what a great video. If you haven't seen that video, go just have an over 9,000 on YouTube. You'll be able to find it. <laughs> hey, Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> What's his power level, Vegeta? What? It's over 9,000! Uh, bringing back old fads is fun. Oh, indeed, <laughs> indeed. I think this next screenshot, though, with the Pikachus was by far the most controversial. Uh, controversial, but expected. But very true. I mean, yeah, obviously, the goggles, which were my favorite color change, or costume change, I guess, for Pichu in Melee, were Pichu's goggles. So it's kind of hinting towards Pichu not being in the game. Yeah, especially with that caption when he says, those, I've seen those somewhere, oh, before somewhere. Yeah. I don't want to, like, switch words around, somewhere before, <laughs> before somewhere. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much just blatantly said right there, like, hmm, Peach is not in the game. And uh, <laughs> about two people in the world are crying themselves asleep, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, you can't call uh, translation errors on this one. Come on. No. Mm. And uh, I know that there's some like controversy over the headband how about you take that one well when i was looking at the you know the update around 7 a.m i said is, is that jigglypuff's headband could i know pichu's now gone but what about jigglypuff and then it's like no wait jigglypuff's headband was kind of ninja-ish like really you know skinny and green obviously mm-hmm. 
But now this is what this is. This is the headband from Pokemon Emerald Games. The trainers wore this one, and I and Pikachu with a bandana is almost as cool, but definitely not as cool as you know just the fact that you know Pikachu can ride on a box. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, order a Pikachu with a bandana riding on a box. There you go. Still not as cool as Dark Fox. Let's just say no, that. Or no, Dark Link. Definitely not. But I think still Gold Bowser trumps both of those. Oh yeah. But I, I might uh I might lean towards the Dark Zelda trumping all of them all of the above. How oh, yeah. cool is that Dark Zelda? I Very loved it. Cool. I don't know about the white hair, but uh, the dress is almost it almost feels like a throwback to Midna for me. Well well, spoilerific people. I mean that's uh shame on you if you haven't played Twilight Princess and you have a Wii. Shame. Yeah, shame on you, but we're not going to actually say anything more than that. But nope, um, hush, hush. <laughs> uh, oh, just for the for the record, uh, Green Fox and uh, that Ash Hat Pikachu. Oh, that's who you played. Yeah, the yeah. metrosexual fox. That's that's <laughs> how I used to play too. Yeah, and uh, Ash Hat Pikachu for me as well. Uh, for Zelda, I think it was the white color because the Zelda like the Sheik transformation looked so cool. Yeah, the Sheik trans- transformation definitely cool. I- I think I used red when I did the others, but, you know, mm-hmm. Shelda, oh my god, I just said Shelda. <laughs> Shelda? Because <laughs> Zelda and Sheik. Shelda for brawl, people. New fad. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> that was another one I really didn't play that much, and I, I think I used probably red, the uh, red costume over more than the others. Yeah. Oh, no, here, here is a winner. Fallen Angel Pit. Oh, man, just the name, too, you know, it's like Fallen it Angel. Wins. Oh, it's so cool. I don't know, my my favorite is still the Black Zelda, the Dark Zelda for this update. Yeah, um, true. But... I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna try Maining Pit. Like mm-hmm. that's the character that's kind of been a, a draw for me in terms of new characters. And you know, I'm still gonna give Captain Falcon a go. But in terms yeah. of new characters, I'm I'm looking at at Pit and Fallen Angel just just wins. Oh yeah, I mean, you have a thing for this dark emo look, man. Like seriously, it it just looks cool. <laughs> You know, I'm kind of disappointed almost with this gold color because you know how his wings are completely black for the other color, and yet they're like a gold, like washed out gold color, like yellow. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I feel that it looks like bright gold. That'd be so cool. Like almost like that light gold. gold Nintendo DS for the the bundle that just came out. Huh? Have you heard of that? It's a uh, no, I have no idea. They, they came out with two Nintendo DS bundles. Just for uh, Black Friday today, oh, and wow. one is a light gold with a Triforce logo on it, and it comes bundled with Phantom Hourglass. Hmm. And then the other is a metallic rose with a doggy paw print because it comes with some form of Nintendogs. <laughs> Does that still sell? I, I have no like. I know in Japan it was huge, and it actually got a perfect rating from Famitsu, but wow. I, I don't know if it was really that big in America. Yeah, I have no idea, but that uh, that Triforce DS and Phantom Hourglass is at the top of my Christmas list. Because you know full well that I need a DS, right? Oh, yeah, you need a DS. I mean, <laughs> I can't believe you don't have one, man. That, that's that is shame. Shame upon it, shame on you. It is sad. Shame upon Two-tier. you, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it is getting kind of late, isn't it? Yeah, talk about your boy Ike, though. Oh, yeah, like, I... I love Ike. Everyone knows that. Although... Ugh, man, recently, I'm like, my my muscles are all spasming and stuff. It's like my body's trying to tell me to go to bed. But anyways, I need more beer. That's what it's trying to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Ike, yes. 
Uh, I, I'm actually not... I'm not looking to main him anymore, because, you know, he does seem really bad. Um, slow. <laughs> yeah, slow. 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 But, um... <laughs> I'm actually thinking about maining DDD right now, or at least playing with him. But overall, I think wow. I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just gonna play with all the different characters and see how they feel and yeah, see who I, to get. You know, I think we really are all are. But you know, there's got to be a character going in that you just have a feeling a little partial to. You know, yeah, like DDD actually looked to me like really awesome with with his moves and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I was actually disappointed with the Ice Colors. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of different colors. I would always use different colors, and I would change my color every time. And I was I loved them in melee. But Ike's different colors are really kind of bland. Like even the gold isn't that cool. And the the nice like the the good of the color that he has the blue color the blue white kind of Sigurd color. Yeah. Yeah. For people who don't know, he looks a lot like a, a previous lord um, that people wanted for brawl. Um, his name is Sigurd. Uh, with that color, people are thinking that maybe Sigurd is. Um, "Quote unquote deconfirmed." Is there another word I can use? Because I know that's not a real one. Oh, like, confirmed I don't know. to not be in, maybe or yeah, something like that. Something or... like that. Well, basically, people thought he, he, Sigurd might not make it in because the color looks a lot like his Sigurd's color set. But that's by far Ike's nicest color, and they didn't show it off. Hmm. Oh yeah, it almost looks like the the Ike on the left is trying to do camouflage, which uh got a snake. Got a snake. Oh my god! I gotta say, snake pulls off very well. Uh, the leopard print snake, how badass is that? Oh yeah, screw, oh, yeah, screw totally. the dark Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> it almost looks like fire, but like it almost seems like to change every time you look at it. I mean, like it's it's kind of like a mix between leopard print and fire. It's like, what what kind of camouflage is that? When when do you want? Is like, is he trying to camouflage himself against a leopard print building on fire? Is that... I was going to say, if he's like in a burning building, then, <laughs> then maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's horrible camouflage. Oh, man, but still, it looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And I think the thing we're going to most be looking forward to is hopefully Sakurai is going to be you know, mixing these different colors, maybe even some new alternate colors, into the different updates, you know, just to get us away from like mm-hmm. the default color. Like, and hopefully he will. I know like in the, the, like, the Spectator update... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a green fox and maybe yeah. like a purple Samus in there. So I think maybe he's starting you know, with the uh, the three Ikes in the different colors. Like he's hinted at that, and hopefully that can continue in the future. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's about time we talk about the big disappointment of this update, um, for oh, yeah. me at least. Uh, look at Dark Link. Most obviously uh, would be a great alternate costume. People have been wanting alternate costumes for a long time now, as like instead of alternate colors, because each character appears in so many different games. Like you know, you could have Doctor Mario for Mario, uh, among other kinds of Mario's. You could have like you know Tennis Mario and stuff. You know, for DK, I'm sure there's a bunch of different versions of him. You know, Fusion Suit Samus, regular Samus. There's Phazon Suit Samus. There's tons of different foxes. You could even have like Wolf as an alternate costume if you wanted. Um, Raichu, Pichu for alternate costumes for Pikachu. You know, so many different, like, potential, so much potential you can have uh, in all of these characters. But it seems like, with this update, they're not going to do it. Oh, yeah. And, like, I think the biggest clue is Dr. Mario, since he's, mm-hmm. you know, a, a past Melee character. Like, it, it would be pretty easy. Just, you know, give him, like, a, a white coat, and he doesn't even really need, like, the, 
stethoscope on his head or whatever you want to call it. I have absolutely no idea what that is, actually. Yeah. Huh. But, like, just give him, like, the white coat, and you can say, okay, yeah, I can see that as being Dr. Mario. And they didn't do that. They chose to do the Fire Mario route, which I guess in some sense is nice, but, you know, you could see other potential in that. Yeah, I mean, like, Dark Link would have been, would have been an awesome alternate costume, but obviously he's a color change now. A color change. You know, that, that really makes you think that apparently they're not going the alternate costume route, which truly is a big disappointment for Smash fans everywhere. And, you know, I think the reasoning behind that is that um, in Melee, we had clones, and clones were could pass off almost as alternate costumes. You know, like, right. if, yeah, true. if there was a Dr. Mario alternate costume for Mario, people will start wondering, why don't they chant Doc? When you know when the audience chants for you, why isn't his why aren't his moves look different? Why does he fire fireballs? Why uh, isn't he the same character? They would think people who you know people would play him thinking he'd be a different character, but obviously he's not. So I think that to avoid this confusion of is he a different character or is he just a different color, different costume, um, Sakurai decided not to go with the alternate costume route, which. I think everyone in the world can say is, is a bad idea, Sakurai. It's the first time I've ever said it's a bad idea. You know, it's, yeah. but it is. It really is. Just one last thing I want to quickly touch on before we move on. Like, mm-hmm. I think with the uh, the dark and the gold uh, costumes that a lot of characters seem to have, it might uh, yield possibilities into a new team yeah. formation instead of just like the red, blue, green. Maybe you get like the black and the gold and... Maybe even like a white or a light, you know, involve uh, you know the Yeti DK and yeah. other such. That'd be actually kind of cool. And of course, with uh, with these characters having dark versions of themselves, we could see a subspace emissary. Oh yeah, yeah. very good point. Uh, maybe some some fights with your dark self and subspace emissary, which would be really awesome. That would be very cool indeed. Yeah. So I All guess. Right, so you... uh, but anyways. Yeah, so let's move on to these uh, these final smashes that we got. We got Ice Climber's final smash called Iceberg on Monday to start off the week. And then the Lucas' final smash, PK Starstorm, to end the week on Friday. And, wow, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about my general impressions on them first. Mm-hmm. I mean, for Iceberg, you've got this big ice mountain that comes to the stage and just totally alters the terrain. Yeah. I mean, you know, really, what else could you imagine for the ice climbers, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's their game. Unless you pull out, like, a big giant vegetable and they'll be like, <laughs> I bring it to village. <laughs> That's their final smash. They bring a vegetable to a village. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. And, like, not and, do anything. And to then the, everyone uh, dies. Like, <laughs> they get that little uh, drop of, you know, sweat or whatever that's, like, so stereotypical <laughs> for anime. Yeah. Uh, but... I mean, it's just, you know, creates a big mountain, changes the terrain, and, you know, apparently hurts your foes. It can sometimes freeze them, which would suck if you just, you know, fall into the abyss when you're frozen. That, yeah. That's just suck. That's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's definitely one of those see-it-to-understand-how-it-works you know, kind of smashes, you know? Because, like, oh, yeah. how, like, it's so weird. Like, they get damaged constantly while they're on it, and they slip around, and they freeze, and it's, it's so weird. Yeah, that'll almost be a little anticlimactic too. If like there's no platforms, and they then they just go, you know, sliding down the mountain and into their demise. Yeah, that would kind of suck. It's just really strange to me. I don't know. Yeah, we'll and, definitely have to see how it works. I mean, who's who's that? 
who is that like being frozen in the top part of the of the last screenshot? I mean, is it, uh, is it like Fox or or something? Yeah, I'm tilting my head around to try to get a good view and can't really tell. Might be guys, a... you know, you know, please don't make a thread saying, <laughs> "Oh, who is that? Could it be a new character?" No, he I'm a new <laughs> character in a block of ice. Come on. <laughs> yes, that'd be awesome. I want people to do that now, just to touch the torture Yoko for me. No. <laughs> Oh, man, but, but, um... I think the, one of the other main questions to this update is if Nana dies and Popo gets the Smash Ball, you know, can the final Smash still be executed? Well, I mean, only Popo is glowing, you know, and Nana isn't glowing, so I figured, I don't know, he'll, like, high-five himself. I mean, what's the sound of, you know, one hand high-fiving? Do, do you really want to know what the sound of one hand clapping is? I said high-fiving, but clapping works, too. Do you want me to enlighten you? Because, because I, I can. You, really? I, I can. I, I can clap with one hand. Let's hear it. What the hell? That, that, that's the sound of clapping with what one the, hand. What the hell did you just do? It, it's that... almost like flailing your hand around and having the your fingers, you know, hit the the palm of your hand. My my fingers aren't that long. I I can't I can't do that. That's I'm not going to say what that actually sounds like, because it's certainly <laughs> not clapping. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> but, uh, damn, dude, I, that's that's definitely a talent you can show off. <laughs> you know what, maybe, I'm, I'm going to be getting like a, a camcorder soon that I can bring back up to campus. Maybe I can t- film a video of me uh, clapping with one hand and put that up <laughs> on my YouTube account. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And then we'll have, we'll have a t-shirt with Yoko, your, your like, you know, face on the front, and on the back, like, one hand clapping. <laughs> Not, not so much. Why, why, why isn't uh, Popo's eyes glowing? Why aren't his eyes glowing? I have no idea. I mean, like, even take a look at the Lucas update. He's got that kind of freaky, creepy eye glowing thing going for him, too. And yeah. Popo seems to be the only character that doesn't have the glowing eyes. I mean, maybe that would be, like, too scary. That... Well, I don't know. Then again, if I recall correctly, maybe Pikachu didn't have the uh, the glowing eyes. Did he not? I'm, I'm not... I don't remember. I mean, did he actually announce... The Volt Tackle. I think he did, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, and yeah. no, actually, I'm looking at it right now. Pikachu kind of had the look to him, but like like a redness in his eyes instead of gold eyes, because he is kind of gold himself anyways. Yeah, I don't think we're really going to notice when it comes down to it. It's like, alright, I'm about to open a can of whoop-ass, and I don't care if my character's eyes are creepy yellow. You'd be surprised, man. That's that's the first thing I'm going to look for, is creepy eyes being yellow. You know, actually... You know, now the thing Pause about, it, make screenshots, and send it to me. <laughs> yeah, man's eyes aren't yellow. But dude, what about Meta Knight? His eyes are yellow normally. Ooh. And and yeah. Samus, because she kind of has a visor. Not actually, her visor glows yellow. I'm looking at it right now. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Wait, wait to look at like the little, the smallest tidbits ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Over speculation for you, right there. Yeah, the brawl boards get to me. What can I say? <laughs> All right, so let's talk about PK Starstorm. Mm-hmm. It's it's really just a beautiful final smash. Yeah, beautifully destructive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but I mean, look at those look at those comets or, or like stars, whatever you want to call them. Like, don't they look awesome? Oh yeah. So just I mean, like, look at that screenshot. Oh. Like, wow, he's like doing a jumping jack too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it almost looks like you know little particle effects mm-hmm. on the, the meteors as well. 
and they have to show screenshots of like the stage that can break too. So it's like those meteors are breaking the stage while they're coming down, and that's so awesome. Yeah, but I mean, it says that it may be less advantageous on larger stages and more advantageous on smaller ones. I mean, isn't it kind of strange that Lucas's final smash won't be as effective on his home turf of Newport City? That's that's a good point. I never actually thought of that. Yeah, huh? That's kind of counterintuitive. <laughs> yeah, you, you think why. so, right? Yeah. Huh. I think this is actually one of the f- few final smashes on a stage, on a stage you know, like Sky World or really any small stage. I think this is one of the few final smashes that there's really no escaping from. Yeah, really. I mean, you you can dodge from certain ones if you can, but like this one, it's like there's no escape. I mean, you can I think... run, you can hide, but you can't <laughs> escape. PK. Star, star, star. That's that's one. That's a that's a uh, new Easter egg one day. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> oh man, but uh, it seems like this was almost uh, an obvious update, uh, obvious final smash because most people thought PK Starstorm would be his final smash. I've never played Mother Three, and I know you haven't either. So, oh no, yeah, we can't really comment on it, but. Yeah, I gotta give props to a uh, Gilgamesh in the back room, who was one of the first ones that I saw to predict beforehand that it would be PK Starstorm. Yeah. Um, I think that's really about it for the updates this week. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's pretty much all we can cover. I mean, they were pretty good, but again, there's only so much you can do when you've actually seen a lot of them. I think yeah. we got to continue an old segment and bring it back. It's called Rumor Central. Rumor Central. Hey, that wasn't that wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible, uh, but but anyways, yeah. Um, these rumors are actually all translations. Two of them, uh, the second and third rumors, are actually Shomir News exclusives. Mm, yeah. So um, I guess we'll just dive right into it. If you uh, follow along on the uh, forums, you'll probably already know this. Or if you read the blog on SmashBrawl.com, you'll know this. Um, Chronobound has sent me three separate articles in Japanese asking me to translate these things uh, for new rumors uh, in Japan. And it seems like Korokoro Comics, uh, which is a magazine in Japan, which is famous for actually having very accurate and uh, detailed insider info into Nintendo things, uh, who revealed, I think it was like something like 75% of the Pokemon and Diamond and Pearl before they even before Nintendo even announced Diamond and Pearl existed. Yeah, I don't know the exact percentage, but you know, I've, I've heard some of that story before, yeah. Yeah, so people really do trust Core Core Comics, and they have announced that, literally in Japanese they say, um, they will announce all characters, zen, zen character, all characters, in a small booklet that will be released with the December 15th issue of Core Core Comics. Um, the article that writes about it then goes on to speculate uh, as to what it means by all characters. Does it mean all the starting characters doesn't mean the hidden characters so right now we don't know if we're getting the entire roster or just a starting roster but we're definitely going to get something um i personally am leaning towards us getting the starting roster only because Korokoro in the past has said they have some exclusive on brawl and then end up just reiterating the stuff on the dojo so I don't really trust them to tell us anything that's not in the dojo. And I could see us getting the rest of the starting roster in the dojo because we're already at 23. I mean, I would expect maybe one or two more people, um, characters, until we have the whole starting roster. Um, 
so I think that's a lot more likely. Yeah, and very true. I mean, if you give the whole roster on December 15th, you know, just a little more than a month before the Japan release date, I mean, that that's just a hype kill right there. Yeah, it's a buzzkill. Talk kill. about, you know, if, you know, people want to avoid spoilers. I mean, I know there are people going to be, you know, just before the Japan release, they're going to be kind of barring themselves from internet gaming news or whatever. Yeah. And if you just spring that on, on them, you know, early, there aren't going to be a lot of too happy people. So... Yeah, you're definitely going to see probably the starting roster only by then. Um, there's also a idea going around on the boards that, you know, I don't think we're really going to be getting another character update for the rest of this month. But in October, we got three newcomers. We got, in this order, we got Lucas, Sonic, and King DDD. And, you know, before that month before that, we didn't really get anything either. And then maybe even before that, we got three you know, supposedly new characters. So it seems to be like on an every other month basis, we get a good chunk of, you know, confirmed characters for the game. And so it's probably very likely that beforehand we'll get, you know, characters on the dojo, and then, you know, Korokoro will kind of reiterate it for us, as you said. So, you know, don't expect the full roster. Don't be getting your hopes up. Mm -hmm. That's all that really needs to be said. Yeah. Um, And let me just issue a warning to everyone now. The reason I never made a thread or really announced these second and third rumors is because, well, A, the second rumor, that I, the next rumor I'm about to say, is brand new, uh, and I just don't really like people to speculate and take things out of hand. Um, and Which can definitely happen yeah. on these boards, as oh, they yeah. are right now. And uh, the, the other one, the third one, um, this one's a big one, and this one will cause a lot of headache for us if I make a thread on it or something, so... Uh, I just want to give people a warning. Do not take these things as 100% truth. They're just rumor, just speculation, and we don't know how much of it is real. Okay? Okay. All right, so the next one is actually a good one. Um, there are two parts to this rumor. One is that the voice actors from Marth, Roy, and Ganondorf are coming back. Um, yeah, I mean, that that could mean nothing, meaning that, like, there's so many assist trophies, you know? They could be, for all we know, like, Ganondorf could be doing, like, the Saki uh, assist trophy, which speaks in English, like they say, but, like, you know, and then some new voice actors doing the new Ganondorf from, from Twilight Princess in the game, but who knows, you know, there's so many different assist trophies and stuff, and then so many different sounds, they could be doing anything, not just the characters, you know? And it would make sense, you know, to kind of rehire voice actors that, you know, they've worked with before in the past, you know, why hire a whole bunch of new people... But yeah. like, you know, these assist trophies or whatever role they play if they've, you know, worked with the Smash Bros. people before. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Martha and Roy will be an assist trophy. Maybe. It's, it's possible. That'd be kind of a dick, know, don't you think? Yeah, it, it would be. It'd be a nice homage to still keep them in the game, I guess. Eh. But, I don't know, yeah, it... The second part, I think, is definitely where this rumor's at, though. Yeah, and, uh, honestly enough, or... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oddly enough, the article actually says this is just a rumor, whatever you know. But uh, what they hear is that the subspace emissary takes ten hours to complete. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, I think when I was thinking about how long I'd probably want it to be, I would, I was guessing you know around six to ten hours mm-hmm. would would be nice for you know a, a good stab at a adventure game combined with an amazing multiplayer. But 10 hours would just be phenomenal. I would not expect that at all. Like, that really, truly impresses me because I was expecting a good, nice single player, 
but I was expecting like three hours or two hours, not ten. So that means yeah. it's going to get kind of involved, and it's going to have a really nice storyline to it, hopefully. Hopefully a lot of story branches, you know, mm-hmm. keep the the growth you know, of the story going so we have a lot more to play. Hopefully we don't have to do multiple playthroughs to do multiple unlocking things, though. Well, we probably, oh, well, unlocking, who knows, but probably for different endings or, you know, stuff like that. Right. I mean, that would, that would make sense. But again, it's, you know, a rumor and we can't say too much about it, but... This is one of those we can say, yeah, it'd be really nice if it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know about this rumor three, though. Yeah, this is the third article that Corona Bound sent me. Um, I still I have no idea where he's getting this stuff from, but whatever. Uh, he sent me an article that basically says on the top, rumor, Brawl may be delayed again. Uh, apparently, the Japanese Amazon has somehow leaked out to people who pre-ordered Brawl that uh, the game got delayed. And uh, I I can't tell you the exact method because the article was pretty poorly written and I couldn't translate it before I came home without any Japanese tech support. I can't really read it again, but I know for sure that Amazon did somehow leak it. The Japanese Amazon leaked it. Um, And I don't know what to say, like, uh, it's definitely not hopefully true, but to me, it just does not make any sense. I mean, you think like over here, it's almost like when release dates changes, like even now, you know, our some of our stores are still thinking that Brawl will be released on December third. Yeah, I mean, like some of these stores are like still so behind the times, and they and they don't change their release date. For a while, I mean, some stores are good and, like, change it, you know, within 24 hours of the announcement being made. And, like, you know, Amazon probably being one of them. Mm-hmm. But so early before, you know, it's, it's scheduled to come out, even before its original, you know, release date, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. I think the thing was with the first delay that they had the playable demo, like, just made. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're saying, well, yeah, we still have some bugs to fix out, and, you know, so we'll delay the game. And they Nintendo's already played the Smash Brothers Brawl Perfection Program card. I mean, they can't do that again. That'd be really bad PR, and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that, that just makes sense. Plus, they have to hit that quarter one uh, market where they will have no competition, and they will just totally dominate that market. I mean, that that was one of their main goals that they have explicitly said, and when they did that is also part you know partially to delay uh Super Mario Galaxy not delay Super Mario Galaxy but like to take away from like uh, any distractions that Mario Galaxy would have in its sales and obviously yeah. it's showing cuz it's it's selling tremendously oh yeah it's what 500,000 sold in the first week in or the something the first week yeah yeah tearing it up but um i know that we are of differing opinions here um while i'm not saying that it should or uh, i like i want it to be delayed. I'm I'm thinking from a purely business standpoint and logical standpoint. I think Nintendo could easily pull off another delay. Uh, just like the other delay, they they announced um, Sonic, and then a few days later they said that uh, E for All will have a playable demo of Brawl. Um, and doing this pretty much the same thing, I could expect them to do something maybe like um, announcing that Mega Man uh, is in Brawl, and then a few days later saying that there will be, the demo will be uh, distributed to the public. Um, I, I, I mean, 
I went like that. It'd be so stupid. I mean, I can understand the first delay, but to do another one. I mean, we're gonna have this game for years and years and years on end. Who knows if there's even gonna be another one? So, like, a lot of people are of the opinion that delay it as much as possible so we get the perfect product. And with all this stuff in it, I can imagine that they have they want to add more and more and more. It's just a matter of how much could they possibly add, you know? How much space on the disc do you have? True, but I mean, I can also see if it gets delayed anymore, they're not gonna release it in the summer. The summer is a drought for a damn reason. Because games don't sell well in the summer. So if they delay it past February, I'm sorry, but we're not going to get it till September or November or December even of next of uh, the next holiday season. That's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, they really, should, <laughs> I want to say, should not be able to do that because that's almost like company suicide right there. Yeah. I mean, you've been advertising a game to be in 2007 for, like, the longest time in its development stages. Mm -hmm. And now you're saying late 2008? That'd be almost a worse shame than uh, this delay that Metal Gear Solid 4 has been going through. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm just saying that it's possible and they could do it, and it actually make business sense uh, for people that don't keep close tabs to Nintendo. Because, I mean, as much of a disappointment and bad PR as it will be, are you really saying that Brawl will sell less? Because I don't think so. Brawl will yeah. still sell a lot. It'll sell a... I was going to say... I was going to swear and say an F-ton, but, you know... <laughs> I won't. Uh, yeah, so it, it's going to sell a lot, no matter what. And it's going to keep selling. It sold something like... Uh, like I don't know. Melee kept selling over the years. Sold GameCubes. And the same thing's going to happen for Brawl. Brawl is going to be moving those Wiis out. It's going to be a very popular game for the time. So, no matter when they release it, they will be selling a lot. Period, you know? That's, that's true. And guys, please do not start making threads about this because you'll just annoy us both greatly because we yeah. pretty much said all that really needs to be said about these at the time. And you don't need people you know, giving their different opinions because we've kind of covered all the different bases of the arguments. Yeah, and plus, I don't want, like, any thread that will become of this subject will become to, like, some sort of spam, depressing, I don't know, some, it'll, it'll be a bad sight to behold, and I'm sorry, but I have lost my trust in the community to the extent that I can't see you guys really making an intelligent thread. Not to say that, some, not to say that like, all of you are like that, but the, the intelligent ones that I'm obviously not referring to will know that the non, you know, uh, what do you call it, like, constructive... Uh, commenters will probably make a lot of, of spam and that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. So just just keep it in the back of your mind. If it does follow through, we reported it first. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's it for the Show Me Your News exclusive rumors. and They're kind of depressing, but... So let's uh, brighten things up with uh, this week's... <laughs> that sounds like it's mail time. Here's the mail. Oh, it never fails. Oh, it makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, so for this week's mail time, we got stuff from Smash Bros. Lover 3918. And we got, you know, about four questions from him or so. And do you want to read off the first one, Samurai Panda? Sure. He asks us, do you have an iPod? And if so, do you have Show Me Your News on it? And if so... Does it seem kind of weird hearing your own voice? 
I do have an iPod. It's a 30 gig one, and being a big music fan, I put a whole lot of music on it, and you know, have a few podcasts as well. You know, pardon the interruption. Big sports fan, so I got that one every day. Um, let's see. Also, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series. Got to have that really? as a, a podcast this week. But I do have Show Me Your News on it. And, you know, I'm when I'm going on campus, I had to take a bus to all my different classes because I'm on a different part of the campus. So I go back and forth. And, you know, it can, it can take up a good amount of time. So there are times when I do put on Show Me Your News. And it is a little weird hearing your own voice <laughs> yeah. after a while. And it's a little surreal to like to think where it's come from when you hear like the earlier episodes as well. That's very true. Um, yeah, I also have I have a sixty gigabyte video iPod, nice. whatever. Um, that it, I I don't actually use it. And I, and I have, <laughs> yeah, because I have an iPhone now, so it's like why would oh, I yeah. use it? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but um, I don't have Show Me News. I really don't listen to the podcast after it's released as much as you think I would. Like, I, I did listen to the first few roundtables and stuff whenever um, we did it, but after a while, it's kind of like, you know, I, I would listen to, I'd skip round and listen to the good parts of the conversation, because, you know, I, I kind of already had the conversation once. I know where the good parts are. <laughs> yeah, you so, lived it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's really awkward to hear your own voice, and it's really awkward for people to tell you that you have a good voice when you... You know, obviously you think you don't, because... That's very true. Yeah. Except you, Yoko. You know you have a good voice. Um, I don't know. You do. Or maybe I'm being a little humble, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't go around showing off to people like, Hey, look, it's, I have a podcast. Do you want to listen to it? <laughs> you know? Oh, no, I, I definitely <laughs> don't either. Yeah. I mean, if people, you know, ask what I'm doing every week, you know, you gotta say, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a podcast for a website. And it's, it's getting pretty popular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, the next question is, says, who does the deep voice that says roundtable or brawl viewpoint? And who says, if you'd like to hear your brawl opinions and views played here on Show Me Your News? Well, if you, you couldn't tell that I said that so fluidly, I obviously do those voices. And with my production software, uh, I can do time and pitch shifts. So for the, uh, let's see, the roundtable and brawl viewpoint, I turn those down about... Oh, those were about probably four cents or half steps or whatever you want to call it down. And then also the, the uh, quote-unquote credits during the theme song, that's down a couple uh, steps. And then for that, if you like to hear your overall opinions and views, that's up a couple steps and just a little bit faster on the time. So it's just my voice, my so-called awesome voice modulated. I have absolutely no idea what you just said. Yeah, just I'm so not you know. surprised. It's just a little sound techie. Thing. Well, okay, here, here we go. I'm gonna issue a challenge for you, Yoko. Right okay. now, take what I'm saying right here. All right, and I want you to alter it and play with it and make it sound all sorts of freaky. Um, yeah, because that would be awesome. And I'll just continue a little bit more. I'm Samurai Panda. This is the mail time right now. I hope you guys are enjoying this, and I want to see how my voice turns out. I'm Samurai Panda. This is the mail time right now. I hope you guys are enjoying this, and I want to see how my voice turns out. I'm Samurai Panda. This is the mail time right now. I hope you guys are enjoying this, and I want to see how my voice turns out. I'm Samurai Panda. This is the mail time right now. I hope you guys are enjoying this, and I want to see how my voice turns out. Just go wild with this, Yoko. Just go wild. Uh, you won't be disappointed then. 
and then you you will hear the difference between the voices. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, all right, now the next question says, um, uh, uh, "What stage will you play most when Brawl comes out, and uh, that we've seen so far, and why?" That is a good question. I do like a whole lot of the stages so far, and I think probably my favorite actually is Lilac Cruise. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. I like how a lot of the background just seems so involved, but like it doesn't really, you know, involve the actual stage itself. It's like one of those, like it can be a distraction when like the the match is kind of at a lull. Yeah, it's, it's a really fair platform system. It's not totally like Battlefield. I mean, it's almost got like the the tri level platforms and all that stuff mm-hmm. but just, i think that the graphics for that level is just going to blow me away yeah um i really after a lot of deliberation with myself because i give such you know good debates um <laughs> that was just plain awkward i have no idea what i just said anyways i like smashville actually i was thinking oh, about yeah. it, like what what stage would i like to play on um and smashville was pretty much the the big one that stood out in my mind, because it's, it's kind of original, it's kind of like Final Destination, except with a little platform that hovers above, and it's small too, so it's nice, and it seems really dynamic, and I like the background, I like the characters, um, I just like the whole atmosphere of it, so I was looking forward to playing that. I can't say that's where I'll be playing the most, because it really depends on how much fun I'll have on each stage, you know, but we'll see. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't think of that one, wanting to see uh, K.K. Slider yeah. Saturday night's 8 o'clock. That'd be so cool to see the different seasons. Oh, man, the different times? Awesome. Yeah, and yeah, definitely, like, for uh, Yoshi's Island, the different seasons. Mentioning yeah. that, that's going to be awesome. There are so many good stages. Yeah. It's going to be great. They're really nice. Do you think that the uh, the stages, like, you know, how we have a uh, Animal Crossing stage and stuff, do you think that, and, and PictoChat, I think we might get stages that are not representative of just characters, more just of Nintendo series, period, you know? I think that'd be fair, and I think I'd actually like that a little bit better, you know? Yeah. Because then you'd involve a lot more franchises and whatnot, and that'd mm-hmm. just be great for Smash Bros. in general. I, yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Plus, you could have music from all sorts of different series just thrown oh, yeah. in there, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. And that would just be so diverse for the game. I mean, they'd... They probably have the space for it, you know. What? Yeah. Why not, Nintendo? Go for it. <laughs> Definitely. All right. The last question is: What do you hate most about Brawl besides the delay, and what do you like most? That is a hard question. It is very hard. Hmm, what do I hate the most about Brawl? I don't know. Um, doing the podcast. No, I'm joking. Oh, cold, <laughs> Nah, nah. Um, I think the thing I hate most about Brawl. Um, and like most about Brawl are the updates, because mm. for every you know, you know this is a good thing that he's doing this for us. It's a, it's a what do you call it, a privilege, you know, um, and we kind of are not very appreciative of this privilege. But at times it's almost like they're doing this stuff on purpose. They're trying like you know this whole obsessive thing about Brawl. Like I don't want to obsess about the game. You know the dojo is making me think about Brawl every single day until the the damn game comes out and it's like enough is enough why isn't the game out already oh yeah it's going so slow because i'm reading an update every day about one item that's in the game and when i play it it's going to be like duh you know it's it's gonna be the most obvious thing in the world i'll be like wow what did i spend all that time on doing podcasts and discussing 
this item. <laughs> you know, it's it's gonna be ridiculous, but yeah. yeah and, and you also like like it the most. Yeah, because I mean, at least we're getting something. It, yeah, it's, it's really cool. But I, I don't know. What do you think, Yoko? Well, it's really hard to say what I hate the most because obviously tops is the delay, and there's no getting around that. But I would tend to agree that you know hating the most is you know the updates. <laughs> and, you know, doing doing the podcast, it kind of sounds strange, but, you know, I wouldn't mind, you know, getting a big update once every week instead of getting some of these updates five times every week, because you're right, yeah. it, it really makes you overanalyze it, and some of us, we just get a little too impatient, but, you know, that's, it's really minimal on that whole scale. What I like most about the game, oh, it's really between online, because it's totally new and fresh for the game and even if mm-hmm. you don't like how it's implemented compared to other systems you just still gotta love Smash Bros. online yeah. not run through a computer like Kyera and um, obviously my music updates for just loving all video game music just for at least four music samples per stage and like for how many stages are we gonna have like you guess probably yeah. like mid 30s um, no probably more we had Mid thirties for melee, so I would I expect twenty nine per melee. Yeah, for melee. yeah, so I could expect like forty or or fifty even, because you know you can make a stage really easy. Yeah, I just you you can't wait to download that soundtrack and then mm-hmm. listen to that. You know, going wherever you're going. Yeah, <laughs> it's just gonna be too cool. It's an amazing soundtrack, but it must frustrate you equally that we only get like thirty seconds of each song. Oh yeah, and then we don't even really get enough music samples as it is. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm, some of the music samples I'm really wanting to hear are uh, Dark World that we've seen uh, that's it, it's featured on Bridge of Elden. Oh, yeah. Legends of the Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. That's a great sample. And I, I mentioned it before, uh, Delfino Plaza. Yeah. The music is just going to be too cool. I think also, way back when, as uh, many episodes ago, I put down, put like what music samples that I'd want most, and I think one of them was uh, Corneria from Star Fox on the Super Nintendo, mm. and that's classic music right there. I I would not mind seeing that on Lilac Cruise at all. Not bad at all. Yeah, it's a good choice. Huh. And that'll do it for mail time. Yep. So you know that'll conclude this week. And we got a pretty long podcast going this week, as always. And uh, make sure, remember that we have no trials going next week. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. How do you think this episode was, Samurai Panda? Uh, I think it would have been a lot better if I didn't lose the round table. Yeah, that's a big problem. We've been having a lot of technical difficulties here, being back home, not in our normal setup. Mm -hmm. Uh, We kind of lost our first trial of the round table. It was going around 70 70, 75, something around there. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it wasn't too good. And then we've also been having, you know, random noises because we mm-hmm. have our not up to par mics. Or at yep. least I yep. have. You I do. I you guys have been able to notice that. I've been gra- I grabbed my bad mic from college and I can pack this up really easy, so. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. So, you know. Let's keep those updates rolling. You know, be be grateful for the updates and all. I don't think we need to talk about our madness. Oh, except oh, there was the whole Ridley thing. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, um, if people don't know, 
the Ridley threads on the forums have been permanently shut down because, for some reason, uh, as cool as Ridley is, the fans just could not stop flaming and spamming and just overall being a horrible community. Um, although there are some exceptions. Colbusman, I know, uh, was a very outstanding member of, of the um, Ridley threads and whatnot and actually went out of his way to apologize, among other people, for the actions of them. But, um, well, mm -hmm. they had to get banned. Um, Ridley threads are no longer allowed in Smashboards. And yeah. I think you have the most experience with that, uh, with what happened later, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was basically, it was just they were given another chance. We like made a new thread for them. I actually had started the new thread for them. It was apparently their third thread, and it descended into spam for an hour, like an, probably about an hour later when then it was created. Ridiculous. So the, uh, it wasn't my decision, per se. I actually found out about it later, but the decision was made by other moderators, and that's the way things are. And unfortunately, there's been an attempt to try to spam even more mm -hmm. but as it it doesn't work nope Seriously, now it, now you'll be banned for having a th ridley thread um and you'll definitely be banned for trying to spam the same ridley thread over and over and over again which happened but yeah although i will say you if you really want to hope that ridley's in brawl if ridley is in brawl then Ridley threads obviously will be allowed because yeah. that only makes sense. Well, there'll, there'll be a whole Ridley discussion forum, and everyone will be happy, and we can go back to being a normal forum. It's just what Smashboards is compared to what Smashboards isn't. Smashboards yeah. isn't like the uh, GameFAQs or Insider 2 or IGN, mm -hmm. where like spam is accepted there. Smashboards is kind of a different community, and it's... You know, kind of like I don't want to say like a higher caliber, but that's what it almost is. I mean, well, yeah, it kind when of you, is. When, when when you're talking about like all almost all the pro Smash players go there for information and discussion, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. That's why it's like the official Smash Brothers community, and you can't come in there like taking it like it's some normal forum. Yeah, I mean, we do encourage people to have fun. We let people have, oh, yeah. you know, good threads. We let people enjoy themselves. We don't warn you for doing silly things. We warn you for doing stupid things. We warn you for saying racist comments, for swearing too much. I mean, yeah, when we've... I mean, I personally have been locking a lot of threads, and it's because of, you know, it's a matter of need. It's mm -hmm. a matter of you're totally overthinking this, or this logic is completely foolish. Or not or knowing how to use a search button. Exactly. I mean, we're going to be comp uh, combining along with Gimpy Fish, and we're soon going to be making a new uh, Brawl Frequently Asked Questions for the Brawl Board so that new members who can join who join the boards can read it, understand what the community is about, like what is sort of expected, so they can contribute the most and mm -hmm. help the community grow in the same respectable way that Smashboards has become known for. Yeah, and, you know, we don't want to be like, you know, the Nazis of the forums and stuff like that. We don't want to be known for being so harsh for you yeah, guys. We not. we just want to be known as, like, the guys that, that are doing their jobs. We lock things that need locking. We see things that, that won't benefit any good discussion, and we'll just go down and flaming, spamming, or are just not going to, you know, good, make any intelligent discussion at all. Let me get rid of them. I mean, the forum is for 
you know, new intelligence discussion. I know, Brawl does not really help, because all you can do is speculate, but there's a limit on what you can do, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the thing was, like, before Samurai Pan and I came along, like, there were only a couple mods. I know Mick was definitely one of them, closing yeah. a whole lot of threads that right. visited the boards on occasion. And, you know, the Brawl boards, compared to the rest of the entire community, were kind of ignored. So mm-hmm. I think it might be almost like the the shift in focus of moderation. Uh, well, you know, what I mean by moderation is, like, Never mind. Yeah. But, like, it's it's becoming a little more... We're, we're focusing a lot more on the Brawl boards and keeping it, you know, to the upper uh, echelon of what is to be expected at the Smash Boards community, not just to have it descend into another spam-filled area of discussion. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. I think that's all we pretty much have to say about that. Yeah. So, uh, for that, I am Yoko. I'm Samurai Panda. And let's move on to this week's Brawl Viewpoint. This week's Brawl Viewpoint comes to us from Al Kalnos. Sure, the top two third-party candidates have their biggest names in Brawl already, but is there anything more beyond that spectrum? Let's see what Al Kalnos' opinions are on Konami and Sega in Brawl. Good day, Smashers. My name's Al Kalnos. My viewpoint today is over Sega and Konami's involvement in Brawl, based on what we have now and what we can expect come Brawl's release. Before I begin, I'd like to apologize for any lack of quality. I'm working with what little resources I have. A long time ago, Sakurai made a comment along the lines of, there may be one or two more guest characters, and most fans have taken this as law and assuming there will only be third-party characters, including Snake and Sonic. One must note that this comment was made rather early in Brawl's development and as things can change. Granted, this could still be true, but for all intents and purposes, we're going to assume Sakurai and his team have almost unlimited access to the Metal Gear and Sonic franchises. I will also look at what else Konami and Sega could offer. At the end, I'll give you an oddball choice from another company that I personally think would be as awesome as it is unlikely. Let's start off with Konami and their precious little Metal Gear franchise. Ah, Metal Gear Solid, our lives would have too little tactical espionage action without you. And now you're here in Brawl among the legends of Nintendo. Let's see what Metal Gear has to offer other than Solid Snake and Shadow Mode's Zile. If a few months ago I was asked who would be the best choice for a second Metal Gear character, I would have said Great Fox, no questions asked. He had a fairly important non-ninja role in the first two Metal Gear games, and then became the awe-inspiring cyborg ninja in the third game, Metal Gear Solid, who is now quite possibly the most awesome assist trophy ever. But if not Great Fox, then who can help Snake carry the Foxhound banner in the playable roster? First and foremost, I suggest Revolver Ocelot, who is more or less the main villain of the series. There's also Liquid, but I'll get to him in a moment. Ocelot has appeared in every Metal Gear game since NGS and is set to make his last appearance in the series climax, Guns of the Patriots. As his name implies, Ocelot is a gunslinger, and a very good one of that, and his weapon of choice is a cult single action revolver, which is actually a problem since Sakurai doesn't like bullet-based guns. However, Ocelot is too important of a character in the Metal Gear games to not be in some way. At the very least, it should be an assist trophy. Here's open for some pl- pistol-whipping action and brawl. Liquid Snake, Solid Snake's evil twin brother, clone, whatever you want to call him, um, is another contender. In some freakish voodoo way, after his death at the end of Metal Gear Solid, he is able well, to possess Ocelot through his severed arm. 
I don't know the full story on that. I only played some of MGS2, when the Metal Gear universe makes about as much sense to me as the Zelda timeline. The only other Metal Gear character I believe that has a chance to be playable is Riot, who debuted in Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, and will be making a comeback in Guns of the Patriots, and has technically never appeared on a Nintendo console, but that didn't stop Metal Gear Ray from making a cameo. In fact, Solid Snake's character design is from Sons of Liberty, so that improves the chances a bit. Most fans don't like Ryan, do more or less stealing the spotlight in GS2 and his whiny nature. Plus, the new team didn't help him very much. But hey, but hey, maybe we'll bring his katana. But still, MGS fans, brace yourselves if the former two I mentioned aren't playable. Metal Gear is far from short of great potential ATs, as is evident by Gray Fox. Some examples include, but not limited to, Sniper Wolf, well, sniping an enemy from across the stage, Vulcan Raven bringing on the Yonage with his tank, Vamp doing some insane knife-dancing attacks, and the pain covering you and bees. Yes, I know, it doesn't make any sense, must I repeat myself? Another good one is Psycho Maddox, but I feel he's more worthy of being a boss and a subspace emissary. Of course, to defeat him, you have to switch controller ports. We couldn't ask for a Bell Melgar stage in Shao Moses. Many an epic battle shall take place in that harsh Alaskan blizzard. But if we get two Metal Gear characters, will we get two stages? For those who don't know, Solid Snake appeared in a Japanese-only Smash Brothers-like game called Dream Mix TV World Fighters, along with notable icons such as Bomberman, Optimus Prime, and fellow Konami mascot Simon Belmont. Snake has stage based on the Big Shell, the setting of Metal Gear Solid 2, but it was a Harrier jump jet attacking the combatants. Could a similar stage show up in Brawl? Why not? Another potential locale I believe would be great would be one based on the place that started it all in Metal Gear and will end all in Metal Gear Solid 4, the Emmy Fortress, Outer Heaven. What else could Konami bring to the Smash Bros. world? Number one choice is, of course, Castlevania, with the original Vampire Slayer of the series of Diamond Belmont being playable. Now, I'll be honest with you, I've never played a Castlevania town, nor do I have any desire to do so, but I'm all for cool, unique characters being in Brawl. To my understanding, the Castlevania series was widely popular back in the NES days, and having Belmont and Brawl would add a little bit more frosting to the cake. Sure, we already have a whip-using character with Zero Suit Samus, but we have, like, four sword users already, not counting potential newcomers and veterans. Plus, I'm sure Belmont has plenty of other things to call on inspiration as well, but I'll let the Castlevania fans decide on that. Other potential franchises include Gunbear, Aragoman, or Legend of the Mystical Ninja here in the U.S., and Contra, spread shot for the win. But let's move on to the house that Sock built now. Unlike Metal Gear, we haven't had anything other than Sonic himself show up on the dojo as far as Sega's flagship series goes. Well, there's the silver sticker that was in the Spectator update, but that doesn't really count. Let's get right down to business and speculate, shall we? Before I start naming off, folks, I want to mention something first. Many Sonic characters, especially in the traditional side-scrollers, have the ability to spin dash. Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, even Amy can do it in some games. Does this open the door for Sonic clones? No, of course not. It would simply be one shared move, and even then it could be different. For example, Tails could have a weak, multi-hit spin dash, whereas Knuckles could have a strong, heavy-hanging one. With that out of the way, let's talk about our characters. There is one side character that deserves to be in Brawl more than any other, with the possible exception of Dr. Robotnik, that is Gull Miles Tails Prower. The faithful twin-tailed sidekick has been 
helping out Sonic ever since Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and is almost as recognizable as the Blue Blur himself. I guarantee you he'll be in Brawl in some way, shape, or form. I believe Yoko himself suggested Tails should be an assist trophy in the first episode of the podcast, and I can see that happening if he isn't playable. Perhaps he could help your recovery by carrying you around. Who knows? But I expect to see Tails in Brawl. Next is my personal favorite in Samurai Pandas as well. You guessed it! Knuckles the Echidna. Well, he doesn't actually look like an echidna, but does Mickey Mouse really look like a mouse? Knuckles made his debut in Sonic 3 as a villain and was Sonic's first true rival, but has since then become one of the, his best friends and is arguably one of the coolest characters in the Sonic universe. The whole gliding mechanic just screams Knuckles close to me and he would make a perfect addition to the roster if Tails doesn't make it as a playable character. One thing that would make me especially happy is if one of his taunts is just him and laughing, and while doing so, his socks change color. And of course, there's Dr. Robotnik, the staple villain of the series. What's a great Sonic game without the good doctor stealing Chaos Emeralds? Imagine, if you will, Robotnik blasting away Mario and Sonic with his trusty Egg Walker from Sonic Adventure 2. Personally, I think that would be pretty awesome, even though I hated those levels in that game. <sighs> I suppose I should mention Shadow while I'm at it. Personally, I don't believe Shadow should get in over the other three. He has clone written all over him. However, he could make an interesting assist trophy in which he could use Chaos Control or to teleport people around the stage or even off it. I would like to make quick mention of Blaze the Cat. Why? Even though I haven't played any of the Sonic Rush games, he seems to be an interesting character. Having debuted on the DS and being the newest character playable on the Olympics game improves her chances a little bit. If any of the newest Sonic characters again, it'll probably be her. That's just my opinion. Now on to the assist trophies. Those are the possibilities. Where to begin? We've got Amy attacking with her hammer, Rouge is bad distracting enemies with her, um, figure, or any member of the Chaotix would make for some fun ATs. Personally, I would like to see Metal Sonic tearing up the place, if only to add to the retroness part of Sonic and Brawl. It's been said before, and I'll say it again. The best choice for Sonic's stage and Brawl is the most legendary of zones, the one only Green Hill, the first zone in Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Complete as a remix of the classic tune, of course. There's one thing about Green Hill Zone, or at least any Sonic stage, I ask for. I think it should be a moving or scrolling stage, or somehow emphasize the constant motion of the Sonic games, much like the F-Zero stages of Melee. After Green Hill Zone, the possible stages are near endless. Angel Island, Casino Night, Death Egg, End Palace, Emerald Coast, Space Colony Arc, the list goes on and on. Follow the decisions up to Sakurai and his team. So, after Sonic, what else could say offer? My pick is Knights, created by the same team that created Sonic. Who is Knights, you ask? He's kind of like Sega's pit. Knights is the star of the Sega Saturn game, Knights Into Dreams, which was meant to be a Super Mario 64 killer, and, well, we all know how well that game did. Regardless, Knights was still a great game, and went on to become the best seller for Sega Saturn. Now, after a decade of fans begging, and Knights making a cameo in every other Sonic game, and Sega will be releasing the long-awaited sequel, Old Journey of Dreams, aims this December for the Wii. The Knights games are about flying around in a dream world, so Knights would probably be a floaty character with an emphasis on aerial attacks and gliding. 
Nice representation is a little more oh, unlikely than Castlevania, but hey, a guy can dream, right? We all have our crazy oddball picks for Brawl. And now, as promised, I'll tell you mine. StarCraft from Blizzard Entertainment. That's right, the popular RTS game that's been going strong for nearly a decade. A YPC game, Al. Well, it was ported to the N64, so why not? The best choice for a playable StarCraft character is probably Sarah Kerrigan, the Zerg Queen of Blades. Her specials consist of her in-game abilities such as Psyonic Storm and Cloak, or maybe various the Zerg ability is from the Swarm's Spellcasters. Her final smash would be, of course, the Zerg Rush. The main reason I would like to see StarCraft and Brawl, however, is that almost any unit it would make for an assist trophy. A Terran Firebat sending people to flame? A Protoss Carrier sending its interceptors to attack the players? Or a pair of Zerg Scourge going on kamikaze runs? Or even new units from the upcoming sequel? There are many worlds in StarCraft that can serve as potential stages as well, such as the Protoss homeworld of Ire, the Badlands of Marsar, or the New Gettysburg platform station above Tarsonis, in which you could behold an epic battle between the Terran, Protoss, and Zerg, similar to Lilac Cruise. And well, folks, that wraps up my Brawl viewpoint. I hope you enjoyed it, despite its length. With that, I'm out. Super job, Al Kalnos. I really don't think Konami and Sega have much more additional room in the game aside from assist trophies and the like, but their pride and joys have already been used as playable characters. Still, I had to give you props for that very long and in-depth viewpoint. That'll do it for this week's... Brawl Viewpoint. Would you like to hear your Brawl opinions and views played here on Show Me Your News? Send a WAVE, MP3, or a WMA file with you discussing a topic of your choosing to dojopodcast at gmail.com. That's D-O-J-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And you may hear your voice and rant featured and heard as the next Brawl Viewpoint. You may also get your views heard by sending your discussion in text format to D-O-J-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com to have Yoko read your opinions on the air. Suggested length for discussion is roughly 1.5 to 2 pages in length, single-spaced. Submissions will be taken through the Friday before the episode's premiere. And that's all for this week's episode of Show Me Your News. I'd like to personally thank Al Callens for sending his Brawl Viewpoint, and Smash Bros. Lover3918 for sending in his mail time questions. Please let Samurai Panda know what his closing tagline should be. I promised him I'd sneak that one in there at the end. Also, I apologize for the slight delay this week for being on Thanksgiving break, but I have to announce this now. For Christmas and New Year's break, I'll have to take a two-week hiatus from Show Me Your News. I'll be out of state, so there's really nothing I can do in terms of production. Whether that means Samurai Panda and Gimpy Fish take up the reins for those two weeks and just pull together a roundtable, I cannot say. But I'm just letting you all know that in advance. Also, I'm in great need of your audio brawl viewpoints, so please don't be afraid to send those on in either. My name is Yoke, and you can either post in the Show Me News topic and general brawl discussion, private message me, or email me at dojopodcast at gmail.com or smyn at smashboards.com for feedback and suggestions for next time. Next week, like every week, I'll go over the week that was on smashbros.com. It's getting so hard to guess what there will be for next week's updates, but I bet we'll see some more E4All updates. Maybe something new on the subspace emissary front, though? Hey, we'll see. With that, I'm Yoko, and I'm out. This has been Show Me Your News, your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Bros. Brawl.
All support comes from Smash World Forums at Smashboards.com and the Smash Brothers blog at www.smashbrawl.com. This week's shout-out goes to Gilgamesh. When I was circling the boards, I found that his prediction for Lucas's final smash before the update turned out to be right on. I know that people were saying that there were only a few choices for that attack, but I still found it cool nonetheless. Nice job, Gilgamesh. Show me a new! Modulated voice for all of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to say some more stuff so I can uh, mess with the pitch shift a little bit? Do you want to? Uh, it doesn't matter. If you to want me. to. I don't care if it can I'm... be Easter egg or whatever. Oh, that's a good point. All right. Uh, this is for the Easter egg. Hmm. What would I say? I mean, I'm Sarah Panda. I have a very, very large katana. Um... <laughs> There's really nothing more to <laughs> I'm... I'm... <laughs>
best like no one ever was To punch them is his real test To me them is his cause He will travel across the land Kicking far and wide Have zero races to understand The power that's inside Fucking punch, gotta punch him up Punches his destiny punch. Oh, no one's his friend In a world he must have been Fucking punch, gotta punch him up Show me your moves His knee will kill you too He need me, then he need you Fucking punch Gotta smash him up Gotta smash him up Fucking punch, punch.